Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. everybody, welcome to episode 204 of Red Wings Ray, where tirades and a passion please for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Mike, um, what, we're, uh, we're coming off a couple of losses for the Wing Dings. We just had a huge win, though. If you, I would say if you're a Detroit sports fan, because we just watched our boy Matthew Stafford, who, uh, when this show started... When this show started, started, we were called 75 and Woodward, and we were the Stafford Slappy Show. Uh, had plans to do a, uh, a 12-hour live stream for the emergency broadcast for whenever Stafford got his, his giant contract. I don't know if you remember those days, Mike. It was way back. Way back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those were those were the early days of this of this podcast. Uh, this is that was before Mike's time. Um, so th- this is still it was still a shared, I think, um, mindset was to celebrate ye old Stafford. Um, so I- I'd say you know we're pretty happy right now, uh, despite a couple of bad games for the Wing Dings. So we we wanted to have some fun uh, because the last thing we want to do is have another episode where we dwell on the obvious um wait you mean you mean we still don't have a second third and fourth line oh <laughs> and we have uh maybe I, two know, out of six defensemen uh you know the second line is is starting to make itself i know they weren't that bad fun. but we're just the most 500 team of all time this is a yes. road game against a more talented team i'm talking yep. about uh, the predators game and you know we went 0 for 5 on the pp and that's kind of been our uh our specialty um Ooh, nice rhyme yeah thank you and uh we did outshoot somebody which is nice uh but uh <laughs> didn't really amount to any goals and uh you know we got one uh by the urn man i think he's on like a 20 game goalless streak something like that so good for you ernie off the schneid Woo-hoo! but probably, uh should we, we still lost do we care enough to do we want to share that what share share like enough highlights share an ernie goal I mean, yeah. we might not see one for another 20 games. So if you want to have another shooting star here as it, you know, passes <laughs> by uh, the Earth's gravitational pull, you know, we won't see it for another 
millennia. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it was like the one thing to come out of this game. And I, I think the one, uh, this is two uh, things to come out of this game. We also got a, not, another monster, uh, Mo Sider, um, ending somebody, uh, with a power move where somebody right. comes in to, to deck him and he just kind of stands up like a, a German wall and well, bam, um, <laughs> knocks him to the ice. Well, the, the important thing about this, and this is pointed out to uh, to us by a friend of the show, Jared Shaw, um, this this is the start of our little replay here. Um, Mark Stahl's going to get the puck here, Mike, and he's the one that starts all this. So he's the one that's making the pass, as you can see if I can get my little mouse around Stolly boy there. Uh, Stolly's going to bank one up here, up to Bertuzzi, and that's where Tuzzi sees Adam Ernie for the breakaway. I, I honestly, I, I sat down and that's when they scored this goal. So this is when I turned on my laptop, Mike, was right about here. <laughs> oh, wow. What a time to turn on the laptop. Yes. And I mean, the replay was playing. So I didn't even know that stall pass happened. So thanks, uh, thanks to our boy, Jared, who uh, told me to look that sucker up. Because that was really, that was what started it all. So already goes in, scores. We all is that, know how uh, the game is that the second out. time in three games that uh, Bertuzzi gets one of those catching a pass for a guy coming out of the penalty box for an assist? Yeah, so it's it's one of the things we've been ragging on Tuzzi all year for you know having great stats because of his uh, you know sixty percent shooting percentage. But um, I mean, those are the jokes we make. But yeah, Tuzzi's. Tuz is legit. I mean, we're not, you know, we, we joke around with him probably because, you know, we're mad at him for other things. But, yeah, we've got a legit first-line winger uh, in the Tuzzi, and that's where last week when we were trading him away uh, for Dreisaitl, it was probably if if uh, Canada, you know, and its uh, border restrictions didn't come into play, uh, we'd, have a, we'd have a legit shot. We have a real name we'd want to throw out there to bring in Dry. But, uh, yeah, again, the thing I wanted to point out, boom, this Mark Stahl pass, getting it going. Uh, and then, of course, Ernie finishing it off. And he's a happy boy. All right. So there's there's your one highlight from the last game. Jared, Jared coming in. He's been late on the last couple of episodes. But, of course, I'm here to praise him. So he's – there he is. Thanks, Jared. Time Jared. Yeah. I want to miss that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if you want to dwell too much on this. But I know yeah. you had – I know you had kind of a fun topic because uh, local legend Matthew Stafford is one game away from being his first season away from the Lions, and he's one game away from being in the Super Bowl. Um, pretty stunning let me, stuff. Yeah, I, I, let me. That's a good tease for the next segment because I, I don't know if we can get a full half hour out of it. <laughs> let me. Let me also talk about our boy Brad uh, Lambert, where I just finally learned. Confirmed. Thought, it's not I, Lambert. It is yeah, Lambert. Why don't I look that up? Brad Lambert. I've been calling him Lambert because that sounds so much better. It's like uh, Stephen Colbert. Um, I, thought, I thought that was the game we were playing. It sounds right, a little more so, like a hockey name to be Lambert, I think. Right. He's our he's our finished forward that um, I, I call him a forward because he's been playing both center and wing. We, of course, have been looking for center um, on this team. If we, we want to say we're looking for our second line center, if we're for sure good on Dylan Larkin, or if we just want to shore up the first line even further and grab a first line center for the future. Uh, that's where our eyes first were drawn to Brad, but uh huge update, Mike, on, on what's been going on with Brad. Uh, Cause you can kind of see here if I can highlight the 2021, 22 um, 
statistics so far sure one game under 20 that's that's fine the under 20 league uh 24 games in the liga for jyp mike now he's played two games for the pelicans and uh it's pretty clear why uh our boy brad's getting overshadowed on the j on jyp here and um i hope this will actually follow along if i click on the uh jyp there it is um another hopeful this year to be drafted uh early on Joachim kemmel we've talked about him already uh and i believe he's number one on the uh central scouting's ranking of all international players 18 points in 21 games but if i scroll back here to brad He's moving on because even though he denies it, clearly he doesn't think he's getting the opportunities that Kemmel's getting. And Mike, I bring this up because we're so dead set on drafting Brad. Uh, his draft stock is certainly follow, falling after this. And our chances of picking him up are going up. You know what, man? You know what? I disagree. What's going on is Kemmel, he's getting treated like Lucas Raymond and Lambert is the Valeno. When is when is he gonna get a chance, Matt? Kidding, of course, tongue in cheek. Yep. I, I, the the problem is it was a know, debate like, we, we pretended to have like a week ago uh, right. where people uh, said Valeno was uh, on the same level as Luke. Uh <laughs> right. not like statistically or um you know eyeball test testily um testily i believe yeah testily testically submitting that to the midnight society at the uh marion webster (laughs) um anyway not true uh but yeah you know i a bittersweet uh piece of news if lambert does end up dropping because he's not scoring um but at least we get to try him out yes yeah, and, and the one argument to still give it a shot is that when he's playing with uh, everyone that's that's his age, he still does really well. The points per 60 and the points per game really add up when he's in the, you know, anything where he's not being elevated to a men's league. Uh, it works out, and that's because the, the new scouting report on him is his uh, six-foot, 170-pound frame, pretty easy to push off the puck. So what you got to hope is that the the hockey smarts, the um, the skills kind of catch up as his body catches up, right? Like he, he comes to the NHL and he's going to be beefing up is what you'd hope and not necessarily to some degree of, you know, Giovanni Smith, but he'll, he'll beef up to some extent and be more difficult to push off the puck. So there, there's your hope. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you're still stuck on Brad, the chances of us having a chance at him have gone way up, but, um, maybe everyone's desire to pick up Lambert maybe might be shrinking a tidbit. Hello, we're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, which we can say. New customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets. And your team does have to win. But just remember, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the action for this divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager. Required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay. So, tots. Topic of the show. Tots. I like that. I stole it from Kind of Funny Games. Oh. I was like, Uh, man, that's really clever, man. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they do this thing where they go, tots, 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 and then they talk the topic of the show. I want to steal Ours it. Ours could but... be topics in the show. No? <laughs> that, did, that did take me a beat. Um, yeah, let's do it. Mike, uh, our boy, Maddie, Maddie Steph, um, he's one win away from the Super Bowl. One year removed. Not, no, not even, not even a full year removed. From wearing the Honolulu blue, he's almost in the Super Bowl. The argument I've made for my entire life has been this guy just needs to be on a good football team. Uh, folks will tell you, Mike, that he has had good football teams in Detroit. And and gosh darn it, Matthew just for some reason sucked then. Um, sure, that's fine. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to play a game right now. Is Is the Matthew Stafford... Of the Detroit Red Wings, uh, are they on this team now? Is there potential for one? Is there someone that fits the the bill for being Matthew Stafford? And um, we're gonna have fun with it. We're not. We don't want to be too down here, but you you do have to accept, ladies and gentlemen, that there is a very good. I I would say statistically, there's at least a chance that we're all kind of looking at this and going, well, you know, one to two years. We'll be back in playoff contention, and then two to three years down the line from there, Stanley Cup contender, no problem. Very possible, Mike, that we get a string of draft picks that do not work out, and we're back to square one at some point. Uh, we've seen it happen here We've uh, in Detroit many a times. Um, we're still trying to get the Pistons going, trying to get the Tigers restarted. Red Wings just happened to be the luckiest of all of them that they lasted in the playoffs the longest. Uh, but the Lions, of course uh have been lighting us down for decades <laughs> and squeaking into the playoffs once or twice but still no super bowl so i would even go as far to say mike a team as successful as the red wings in the 90s and the 2000s um maybe is even due for some horrible bad luck for a long time it's i, I mean the hockey gods if they exist would look at us and say yeah that's that's your team. We gave them like 25 straight years of relevance. They could go for a couple of decades of sourpuss. Um, so, yeah. all that being said, we thought we'd take a look at the wingdings. And, the, and there could be an answer here, Mike, of no. Is there a Matthew Stafford on the Detroit Red Wings? Uh, the answer could be no. But, Mike, do you want to run through our kind of list? Or, or do, you, uh, do you want me to run through what I typed up here? What we kind of decided on would be if we're looking for... A Matthew Stafford, yeah, a potential I, Matthew Stafford. I would say, um, I mean, the the criteria, I, I think if you, you live in this town, you kind of know what we're getting at. I mean, it's it's a guy who, you know, is uh, pretty polarizing. 
Um, definitely a guy uh, at this point, I, I think it's objectively um, underappreciated because if it takes one season of freedom uh, to suddenly be, you know, a top, top playoff <laughs> team in the entire league of football, um, you know, they're doing something right. Um, so I would say being a scapegoat, um, you still, obviously you also still have to be a pretty talented player. Um, and seeing where Stanford is now, like he's, he's the focal point of the Rams team. Um, so I, I would say this is a pretty, pretty important player. Um, somebody underappreciated, definitely a scapegoat, um, still statistically there. Uh, but they, you know, my God, you know, just that, that change of scenery, you know, and suddenly they're having all this like meaningful, um, success. So, you know, it's not just some regular season wins, um, you know, where, where Stafford did, did have a pretty good regular season. Um, he's now got two playoff wins and he's one more playoff win away from being in the goddamn Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I mean, I, I don't know, Matt, I'm probably going to pitch it to you. Do you have a couple guys in mind that you would probably nominate for this? Well, I think the conversation has to start with a move that happened last year. And I'm not saying this is the guy, you know, like I have in mind, like <laughs> this is the answer. But I, I, I think the conversation would have to start with Anthony Mantha. Was he was he someone, mm-hmm. Mike, that you think uh, now clearly, you know, he went to Washington. He did not instantly win a Stanley Cup, but um, Washington's having a lot of success this year. Uh, I think if you looked at Ovechkin and if he just keeps rolling right through into the playoffs with the same sort of success. Uh, there's a very good chance that uh, you could see a cup raising from old Mantha. But um, to kind of take this to the next step, even if that did happen, does that does that put him on the Stafford level? Because he's not going to be putting up Ovechkin relevant numbers, right? And uh, I wanted to put this out there too. He's been on IR since November 5th. So not even making a huge impact uh, <laughs> for the Capitals so far this year. I went, I actually looked this up to see when he would be coming back, but um, I don't have anything on here from what I'm looking at on Hockey Reference. But that's where I wanted to start the conversation real quick. Yeah, I, I think that one's kind of tough because I don't think we've ever seen seasons where Mantha's, um, you know, Ben uh, had like, elongated sustained success and that's why he was an expendable asset for the red wings um i think as far as trying to nail down who would be the stafford i I mean as tongue-in-cheek as as some people in this town have been um he he still put up like pretty you know significant historical um you know uh statistics you know with his passing numbers and seasons um he put up really good touchdown numbers um, so I think, I think you want to be a little bit more productive. Um, so Matt, I'm actually going to nominate a current Red Wing, um, is our Matthew Stafford. If I yeah. Can I, yeah. Can I throw this out there? Jared's putting, uh, this is actually kind of funny series of comments. Uh, Washington would have the same success without Mantha. And then he goes, damn, didn't even know he was injured. So that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right on par right there. Uh, but yeah, I think the conclusion to come to there is we can just cross Mantha off the list. Cause I, I think we're all kind of thinking the same thing where it's like the success, the level of success uh, is nowhere near where you'd want that to be to, to call some guy 
uh, a Stafford. Uh, so where you have a you have a guy in mind on this team? Yeah, Mike, have at it. I, I um. Because I think there's some ne'er-do-wells um, statistically who haven't started performing yet, so I'm not ready to nominate them. But I, based on his, you know, I'll say his, you know, recent success uh, last season when he went down, it was it was pretty noticeable. Um, and when he's been healthy this season, when he's not missing games because we're uh, north of the border, um, easily oh, the best wow. player on the Detroit Red Wings, Matt. Um, give me Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, <laughs> Because every time there's a trade scenario and it involves somebody good, not just a, you know a, like a Brendan Perlini level acquisition, when we're talking about like a real trade, um, you know, and the Red Wings potentially still being sellers, you know, because this team is whew, still missing a lot of depth. Um, Bertuzzi still kind of feels underappreciated. Um, this this guy is like a borderline superstar. Where I, as much as I love Larkin. Great, excellent leader. Yes, he's having an excellent scoring season. He probably is going to get like 40 goals this year. As far as somebody offensively talented enough to put an entire team on his shoulders, I think we have one guy who does that. Um, and I feel like, you know, what we he, he's not really talked about in Detroit very much. Um, he's not beloved. Um, I think if you talk to people who their favorite Red Wings are, if it's not Larkin, it's already the rookies. And I don't think there's a lot of love for Bertuzzi. Can I? Um, can I fight you on that a little bit? Because I wanted yeah, to use ahead. that. I wanted to use that as the argument for your point that I think there's people that are uh, will kill for Bertuzzi, and then there's the likes of us that throw him into every single trade proposal. So, <laughs> I I what I mean to say is Bertuzzi might be the perfect answer because of that reason, because there are folks that are still, Mike, combing the books as we speak so that tomorrow morning their first tweet will be, Matthew Stafford, when he was a Detroit Lion, did this on this day, you know, blah blah, blah and that proves that he sucks. So somebody's doing that research right now. So to that end, I'm also, like, to the moon right now for Stafford. I could not be happier for the guy. And he tried, oh, man, he tried so hard here. How many times was he out there with a separated shoulder or a broken bone to get a win for a city that he didn't even grow up in? Yeah, remember those clips of him like uh like the by, near near a hot near a hot mic where he's moaning like a like a rabbit caught in a trap? <laughs> Wheezing, broken ribs, broken arm, no shoulder, broken neck. And he'd gotten so much grief because he responsibly like skipped a game or two because he right. was hurt. And then, so then we gave him a bunch of grief for it. So then he played uh, as a as a wounded rabbit with broken ribs, broken arm. And Matt, my God, if we don't have viewership for this show, it's because the greatest AFC divisional game of all time's going on. And my Bills just took the lead. <laughs> yeah, we we I should we should warn everybody. We have a hard stop in uh, nine minutes here. We are we're done. Um, so oh, there's wait. Jared says there's 13 seconds left in the game. Yeah, my beautiful Bills uh, just went like 70 yards for a touchdown. Oh my uh, Josh God. Allen is up two now. Uh, they're going to kick an extra point. And then the Chiefs with three timeouts and 13 seconds left. They have to try and get a field goal to tie the game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Uh, guess where Matt put his money on tonight. Was, oh, uh, no, no. How could you, Matt? It was, it was <laughs> Stafford and Bills dates. Michael Super Bowl is coming to fruition. <laughs> Finally. That's all I wanted. 
I tried. I tried to put money down on the on the Rams, and uh, DraftKings kept kicking me back. So uh, I had to. Oh. I I put. I thought that was the shirt. I was like, all right, fine. You won't let me win money with the Rams. I'll put money on the Chiefs. Um. Anyways. <clears throat> yeah, Jared's got. Jared's got the update. Thirty-seven to thirty-three. Um. For, field goal won't cut it anymore. Ooh, <laughs> Wow. So, I mean, to get back to the topic here, um, I, I think I think the elements that you've discussed in regards to his talent and carrying a whole team, but I also think this element of there's so like it's the polarizing it's so, public yes, opinion. Polarizing. Thank you. Good God. Yeah. I was gonna fight my brain for that word so hard right now. I'm so <laughs> tired. Um but yeah, the, the polarizing figure on a, on a single team, you could see it in the tweets at the beginning of the season and they've calmed down a little bit and that's because of his success. But yeah. uh, you know that if it was going the other way, it, it would be just as, as polarizing as it was at the beginning of the season. So that that's a great pick. I think the more heartbreaking pick, and this is the name that popped in my head. And it comes along the lines of like, it'll probably be what have you done for me lately and i think this is the only other name that really fits the bill and and i'll, I'll give a couple of quick shout outs here because you're not going to put raymond name down there that, you're not going to a name that fits the buffalo bills sorry i'm just excited for my bills I, you're on a roll i'm sorry that's Go. good i i'm i'm pretty happy for the bills i just <laughs> thought i was making the right pick money wise um yeah. you can't pick lucas raymond you can't pick board cider um it's just like there there isn't enough there for you to say like they've carried the team one way or another for for an extended period of time uh you're not going to pick any of our goaltenders because that's a revolving door and you're not picking any of the prospects because again that just doesn't fit the bill so you if you're not picking this guy you're picking a guy that's played 13 games for us or you're picking a guy that's going to be a, a free agent this season or next season and will be gone. So the only guy left is Dylan Larkin on this list. And the reason to talk about this, or maybe not the reason, but the storyline behind this is where this conversation becomes super heartbreaking. Because if this does happen, and Dylan Larkin is, becomes the Matthew Stafford of this team, Carries the team for years uh, and at some point has dropped to to become a, a pivotal figure on another team to win a championship or get close to one. Mike, things have gone so terribly wrong. They've gone wrong for Cider. They've gone wrong for Raymond. They've probably gone wrong for Edmondson. Nadelkovic has completely flipped in his abilities. It's that's the end of the Iser plan. That's like right. If, if things have gotten so rotten, if they've gone so terribly wrong that the conversation turns into, well, Dylan Larkin's not sticking around anymore. Because that, think about that. Dylan's got a new contract coming up in two years. There's nothing he's done right now that he could undo in the next two years to say he's not getting another contract. So that means. For Larkin to become the Matthew Stafford of the Red Wings. We're going into deep into his next contract. That means we're going five more years, six more years into the Iser plan before we bid him adieu. Mike. <laughs> that is that would be the heartbreaking pick. 
Yours, I think, was the right pick. But the Larkin one would mean things have gone so terribly wrong. And it, it would be just god-awful. We, uh, oh God. We'd have to start the conversations of Nick Lindstrom taking over for Stevie Y. It would, have, it would be that horrid of, I don't know, half a decade or, or more. Um, yeah, that would, that would definitely be a, a worst-case scenario. Um, oh, yeah, Jared, I, Jared apologizes. He was wrong, 36 to 33. Yeah, field goal can could still come and uh, make this an overtime game for two really good teams. Oh, my God. It's not over. They're in field goal range already with three seconds to go. No <laughs> All right. Well, we I'm sure they'll be fine if we're a little under 30 minutes, right? So we can watch this. <laughs> we we have to see this. This is gonna be right, an incredible everybody. finish here. Yeah, um, Mike, you you I'll I'll sign off here. Uh but yeah, we promised a really short episode, but we don't want to miss this Bills game. We just we had to get this uh conversation in. Yeah, I mean there's no there's no trade rumors, there's barely any prospect news. The Red Wings, you know, blew a couple of games. <laughs> you know, so we tried to figure out if there's anything kind of contemporary we could look at, you uh, know, it's the Stafford comparison. And quick shout out, Tristan's throwing out there, uh, other than Larkin, uh, he's throwing Gus Lindstrom in there. I think a lot of things have to go right for Gus to get to that level, but then whew, yeah, another, oh, you know what, Gus, if that happens, I think we could still be on the path to victory. But uh, yeah, the things go right and then go Oh my really God, we're wrong. going overtime. <laughs> yeah. Oh All my right. God! Tie we'll game. see if we can stretch right, for a few. We'll stretch it for a few more minutes here while overtime is getting together. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, the the Gus pick because um, there's a couple guys. If we went the Gus route, um, the reason I I didn't pick somebody like that is we tried to find somebody who'd already had some statistical <gasps> success. Oh, Mike, oh, are you ready for this comment? I want you to read it. Okay, this this will carry us. This will carry us to thirty minutes. All right, I'm ready. Adam Thomas. See, that was going to be my next one. Oh, I love that one, Adam. Yeah, that was going to be my wild card. Adam Thomas, comment of the night. It's true. He's so underappreciated, man. Tell I, everybody. What did, you, what did Adam say? He said Jeff Blaschel is our Stafford. <laughs> Wildly underappreciated. Uh, there's nobody more polarizing than Mr. Jeff Blaschel. Yes, Adam. And no, he doesn't have, you know, quite the, you know, statistics, you know, like we said, was kind of a criteria. but. Um, as far as getting all the blame and a guy who, oh, at least God. on this show, we will stand on that hill and argue that there is talent in that bald head of his, Matt, when he had absolutely nothing, he taught this team to turtle, limit chances, and by God, maybe we'll win a few games, two to one or three to two. <laughs> this year, you know, he started to figure out, my God, we have a few talented players. We're going to open it up. Um, the, the strategy on the ice changed, um, the lineups changed. He, he built a first line. Um, he refused to boggle that one for a very long time until it absolutely had to become necessary. Uh, Matt, he's, he's one of the wittier coaches that we've had. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like he's got a lot of smart things to say. I think he's got a full awareness of how bad this team still is. Um, uh, we'll call it, uh, uh, you know, deodorant can be perspirant free, uh, Red Wings, uh, depth free. Uh, because there's not much beyond that first line. And God damn it, Blashill is still finding ways to make this team 500, Matt. It's a it's a, a team that overachieved for sure um, to start the season. Now things, you know, statistically are starting to even back out. Uh, we're, we're, we're slowly 
slowly going down the escalator, down into the you know the cellars of hell with the other bad teams in the league. But you know, the only reason we got up to that you know second level of the mall was because of the efforts, the mind, the man that is Jeff Blaschel. What a way to end the show. Um, well, well, a couple more shout outs here. Uh, well, shout Kristen, out to me for uh, being really greased up today. I look like I was wearing a hockey helmet, playing a little beer league hockey. Nope, <laughs> I just took a nap. I thought you looked pretty good. Um, I Tristan just took says, a nap today. Tristan says, look at Blaschel's goalie stats. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, don't do that. Uh, Verona's Tristan's actual answer. Guys going to carry our team to the second round next year. And uh, we oust Toronto in seven in the first. It's game. not going to so- take seven games for Toronto. I think, Tristan, my only pause on, on Lindstrom and uh, and Verona is just that we don't, like, for for them to be the Stafford, they have to have, what, like a decade of, I, I would say, above average play. And while Verona has that, he's only been with us for the 13 games. And Lindstrom has been very steady, as you, as you said, Tristan, but just not enough yet. So I, I like the answer for, like, 10 years down the road. Um, but yeah, I, I got to hand it to you, Adam. That is probably the best thing that could have happened out of this discussion is you to mention Jeff Blaschel. I, I absolutely love yeah, it. You and stole my thunder on that one. That was a great pick. Love I hope, uh, yeah, I hope that was, that was the best way we could have taken this conversation for everyone. Cause my Dylan mentioned got super depressing. So I apologize for that. I'm pretty good at bringing the show down. That was such a good pick. I like to think that was a Jeff Blaschel burner account that logged into Red Wings rant tonight. Um, so, you know what? I'm the Stafford. Nobody gives me any goddamn credit in this town. It's true. Uh, but I would say the people giving the most pushback and being on his side are arguably the hosts of the show. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. All right. Uh, so with that, we're going to watch this overtime. Uh, so we'll see you Also, guys. breaking oh. news, everybody. Uh, yeah. Michael's fantasy basketball team. Going oh up God. against a turd who picked up five peripheral New York Knicks just to get a marginal lead yesterday. I'm up by 40 with about three quarters of basketball to play. I'm very excited, you guys. I know you're also very happy for me. But anyway, we got a Chiefs and Bills game to watch. Yeah, keep keep Mike and your thoughts and prayers tonight, everyone. It's not over, so I need all your positive vibes. Thank all you. Right. Here's the kickoff. Chiefs have the ball first. Mike. I have my money on the Chiefs, so <laughs> this goes my way. I apologize you're not getting your Super Bowl, but I'm oh, going no. to be pretty happy. Um, yeah. All right. So with that, everybody, sorry for the short episode. Uh, stuff happened today that we had to start late. And, of course, uh, divisional round of uh, playoffs here. Kind of got it short. It happens. So it happens. Yeah. We'll have to plan better for next week. But, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys Wednesday night. Toulouse!